Greetings. Welcome to another episode of the She is Grace podcast. I am Desalyn Hicks, your host. My guest today is Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis. She is an international TED Talk speaker, president and CEO slash creator of Crack the Career Code Online course, talk show and radio TV show as well, Successful Women Radio, international best-selling author, consultant, career strategist, financial facilitator, trainer, and speaker. Oh my God, this young, this, um, the doc, this doctor has so much to offer women. I researched her, I've done my homework, and I am truly, truly blessed that she decided to come on the podcast today. So welcome, Dr. Lewis. Well, thank you so much for having me on your platform. It is an honor and a Definite pleasure to be here. You are so welcome. Thank you so much again for agreeing. So what keeps you motivated uh, daily, Dr. Lewis? What keeps me motivated daily is seeing women come alive in my training programs, um, seeing them learn how to trust themselves, seeing them um, learning to have confidence in themselves, and seeing women have faith in their talents, their skills, and their abilities without doubting themselves, without fear. Um, Because, you know, women tend to sometimes just shrink back a lot. And because of that, I I just like to see them when they blossom, when they bloom, and when they move forward and they reach their full potential. That is what motivates me daily. Wow. I like the fact that you said you like to see them blossom and move forward because I know sometimes we can get stuck uh, in our careers or uh, stuck in our thinking, our mindset. And we're going to get to a little bit more of that down down uh, during the show. Mm -hmm. But I like the fact that you said blossom again and move forward and trust themselves because sometimes we don't have that confidence as well. And we will definitely touch on uh, confidence as well. Okay. So your so your uh, recent TED Talk topic was show up and rise up. Mm-hmm. Can you expand expound on this, please, for me? Oh my goodness, that that uh, TEDx talk was uh, it was at an absolute journey. But I I was so glad to be able to do it to get uh, that message of show up to rise up, and what that really means to me that that message is for women to let them know that anything is possible. As long as you show up, because if you're not in the room, if if you think that you're not good enough or you don't have what it right. takes and then you you talk yourself out of even being in the space where you need to be, then nothing will ever happen for you. And that is why I did that TED talk. Show up to rise up means that don't look for anyone else to do what you should be doing. In other words, in career, you know, when uh, right. women in the workplace, a lot of times they get to a certain point and they get upset because they feel like, well, they should have promoted me. Well, no, they shouldn't right. have promoted you because what did you do to get promoted? How did you step up? How did you speak up? Were you visible? Do they even know you exist? That is why I did that TEDx talk, Show Up to Rise Up, because I want women to know that they have to not only be in the space, but they have to always remember to put their best foot forward, be visible and speak up so that people will even know that they're in the room. And again, this was such a powerful, short and sweet 
video recording, you know, on YouTube as well. And to me, I said, oh, my God, this is so, so powerful. I mean, it was just a snippet of what women should do. But I like the fact you said that. Do they know you even exist? Yep. Because uh, as we'll get deeper in the conversation, sometimes we don't we sell ourselves short. That old saying, you sell yourself short, you don't Mm -hmm. really put yourself out there. So I got three things, the three steps you said also that are crucial for women. Mm -hmm. Build confidence, Mm -hmm. be assertive Mm -hmm. and build a support network. Absolutely. And those are three key goals that women should set for themselves, even me as well. Um, And the confidence. Oh, my God. If you don't have confidence. We're going to talk about that later, too, as well. But if you don't have confidence, that plays a really a huge role oh in everything, everything you're doing in life. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just I mean, it, you can't be shy. You can't kind of like I always use the word shrink back and, shrink back. and expect for people to um, even want to be in your space. You know, people like to be in a space with people that are other people that are confident, people that are assertive. And let me tell you, being assertive does not mean that you're arrogant. Don't get, right. don't get the two confused. Right. Being right. assertive means that you are a person that knows what you want. You know how to get it. But most importantly, you know how to treat people while you're getting what you want to get. Wow. I love that. You know what you want, but most of all, you know how to treat people to get what you want, what, want what you have to achieve that. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. It really is. Wow. I love that. So why do women incline not to help each other? Now, this is a big stickler for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my take on it as well, but mm-hmm. please, Dr. Lewis. Well, I, I feel that a lot of times women do not help other women because they feel it will be um, looked at as showing too much favoritism. I I remember in uh, one of my um, clients told me that when she put in for a promotion, her supervisor even told her that, hey, yeah, you're more than qualified, go for it. But the supervisor also told her that she wasn't going to give her a recommendation. And she just could not figure out why that supervisor, if you thought I'm, you know, if you think I'm qualified, why won't you give me a recommendation? Well, the supervisor didn't want to look like she was playing favoritism. And Mm -hmm. I just think that that just shows that it was one woman not reaching back to help, you know, pull another woman up. Exactly. When women are in top level positions, they're usually more scrutinized than their male counterparts. And because of this scrutiny, they tend to not want to look like they're being biased and placing other women in positions of power. And the thing is, you know what? Men don't have that problem. And that's what I tell them. They will, they cannot like each other, but if it comes to a situation where they can promote another man into a position, they will do it. They will promote that man that they don't like. A woman will not do that. Exactly. Exactly. And I just think that also, as you said, that um, uh, favoritism, I mean, but that happens even in our real lives, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's favoritism Mm -hmm. all over. You can walk in the, in the store shopping and somebody may take you over someone else, you Mm -hmm. know, by, you know, or whatever, just because of the way you look in your presence, you know, not like you trying to cut the person or skip the line or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I believe that that is so true about the favoritism that we tend to feel like, um, we don't want to do that. But again, 
But then again, as you said, the male counterparts, they have no problem with it. So mm-hmm. I believe that as women that we should um, uh, we need each other. I think we really need each other in the workplace, especially in the workplace. And it's, just, and it's just unfortunate many times we don't support each other on in the career or the workspace mm-hmm. or, or also be an entrepreneur as well. Mm-hmm. And to me, another missed opportunity to allow someone else to rise. I kind of took your word rise, <laughs> but yeah, it's a missed opportunity. And I think that we should go after those opportunities to help someone else to be a blessing, to be a catalyst for the other person and pull them up some type type of way. If it's in our our reach, Mm -hmm. you agree? I I totally agree with that. Totally. And that is uh, throughout my training, throughout my coaching, throughout the mentoring. I always emphasize those things that you should always pulls another woman up because that is, you know, you'd, you'd be surprised how, some of these companies would function so much better if they had more women in leadership positions. Wow. wow. They really would. That is so true. That is so true. Because women, are, we're, we're just powerful. It's something about us, our presence, like you said, the confidence. Oh. If we have the confidence, I mean, we can conquer anything. Look. In the, I, I, in the boardroom, in the courtroom. <laughs> we are the greatest resource on this planet. <laughs> And we people need to recognize that, you know, <laughs> we make things happen. We really yeah. do. We make things happen. Absolutely. So why do women hide their skill sets when it comes to uh, their male counterparts or colleagues? Well, again, normally this is because of a lack of confidence in their abilities. You know, we always come back to that word confidence. And as women, we tend to hold ourselves back when we make uh, a lot of our career decisions based on what ifs. And that and that and that's what happens a lot. We listen to that little voice in our heads that, mm-hmm. that tells us, you know, what if I'm not good enough? What if right. I don't have what it takes? What if I fail? Um, I was reading an article in the Harvard Business Review that said that Men will apply for a position when they meet only 60% of the requirements. Wow. But guess what we do? We as women will only apply if we, we can meet 100% of the requirements. I was just thinking 100%. 100%. <laughs> now, what you know that, that there is something wrong with that picture. And you know, in, instead of moving forward with confidence, we hold ourselves back and we look at that same posting that men look at, but they see it differently than we do. Wow. They see it as though, oh, if I can do number one and number two, I'm going to go ahead and apply for it. But we look at it and say, oh, I got to do number one, number two, number three, number four and number five before I will even submit my uh, application for this Thank position. You. And that is why a, a lot of times we we tend to hide. I, I say we tend to hide our skill sets when men don't do that because we doubt. We uh, always have a lot of doubt about ourselves. A lot of we let fear take over, even though we know that we're more than qualified. Well, I, well, I agree with everything you're saying. Not being good enough. What if we fail? So, so what? So what if you do fail? Yeah. Failure has made a lot of people very successful in life. I mean, multiple times as well. Exactly. And then the doubt and the fear is that the it's like the enemy plays tricks on our mindset and tell us that we're not good enough or mm-hmm. we're not this. We're not this. Are you to this? Are you to that? But 
if we would just get get rid of the self-doubt, like you said, the fear and continue to grow in our confidence and and be who God called us to be, whatever that is. I mm-hmm. mean, because we have many gifts, right? So oh, yeah. if we if we just do that and because we're good enough, God made us the create us the way we are, and we're good enough as we are, Absolutely. right? And so I believe that uh confidence is so key because I think that little girls should be taught self-confidence, you know, oh, yeah. and, and be able to be ready for the world. Because when I was raising my daughters, I made sure that to this day, they have a high level of confidence, mm-hmm. great speakers, great young ladies. Exactly. Um, they're not shy. Mm-hmm. They just have that confidence. And I thank God that he was able to allow me to give them that, give them that, that one tool that's going to take them far for the rest of their lives. And, you know, it's interesting you say that because my mother did the same thing. I mean, it was like when, you know, how I see sometimes I see little children uh, when their parents introduce them and and, and not even little children, older children. Their parents may uh, introduce them to someone or someone walks up to them while they're somewhere and the child will start just shy, being shy, right. shrimp, don't open their mouth. Oh, my mother would not have it. She wasn't too, at like, all. And my, and my grandmother. <laughs> she would not have it. She was always, uh, you know, stand up straight. Look, open your mouth. You know, right, didn't you hear right. so-and-so talking to you? Speak right. up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. The, those were the things that, you know, I got as a child coming up. It's like you sit up straight. You sitting in that chair. Why are you leaning all over? You know, right. up straight. You know, look people in the eye when they're speaking to you. And right. th- those are the types of things that we hear. But those are the types of things that a lot of children don't get today. Exactly. It's just a different type of parenting. It's a different type these days because they were rough on us. I mean, you mm-hmm. had to make sure you spoke up. Don't yes. be shy. Get your hands out your mouth. Oh I my mean, goodness! Yes. Oh my goodness! I mean, I never did all those things, but I saw other people doing. Oh my oh god! Get my your hands goodness. out your mouth. Yeah. Please get your hands out your mouth and say something. And look, you know? I, and this is a funny way here. Uh, chewing gum. Now my mother. Oh, had, oh yes. she had issues with that. My mother used to tell, if you can't chew it with your mouth closed, then take it out your mouth. Take it out. Right. I think you know, a lot I, I was, of parents. Oh, I was in uh exercise class the other day and this young lady, she was standing there. We had a break and they were standing around and she was just standing there, just popping, chewing and popping, Ooh. chewing and popping. I turned around, I'm like, who is making all that noise with that gum? Uh, they would never let us. My mother would have a fit if mm. she was here. <laughs> right. And that is so true, especially at the workplace and at church. Yes. yes. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. oh my God. I mean, parenting back then was just amazing. It was so amazing. It really was. So yeah, the next question. Um, well, the next thing I have for you, I guess I would say. So um, do women let down their guards completely during your workshops? Because I know you've been very successful at this for years. Well, I tell you what, that is why I created um, the executive Women's Success Institute because I wanted women to have um, a safe space. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted them to be able to uh, have a place where they could come and they could share their wins, they could share their losses, they could share their hurts. And I also wanted to make sure that it was a place where um, they knew that if they needed to speak to me like one-on-one because they didn't want to share it. Say if we were in a group setting, then they would be able to do that. And, 
you know, it, it's just good to, to be able to drop your guard because we are always bombarded with stuff all the mm. time. Our minds are always just working, always going, always thinking, always, you know how they say we're always juggling so many balls in the air at one time. So sometimes women just need a place where they can go and not have to think about what they do or what they're saying. You know, they right. can just do it. They could just say it and be relaxed about it. And that's the kind of atmosphere that uh, it was always my ultimate goal to create for women when they came to me. So uh, most women, when they come to me after now, I'm not going to say when they first, you know, come into the program, they will. But after a while that, 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 you know, um, I guess it's that safety, safety net. They know it's there. Right. And so they will begin to um, start dropping their guards. Yes. And you know what? I can truly believe that they're very safe with you because even in conversation that I had with you, uh, even prior to this, it's something about your demeanor, uh, your presence. It says peace. It says hope. It says, I got you. Oh, thank <laughs> so, you. Thank you so, so much. I, I, I see women just letting their guards down with you because you're right. Women, we need a safe space mm-hmm. to be able to take the mask off, exactly. right? And just and just be the real us mm-hmm. and not be scrutinized and not be concerned someone's going to hear what I have to say, maybe judge me or exactly. maybe I, I, I'm, I don't feel the way you do. And if I say the way I feel, someone is going to maybe look down on me. I say, well, you shouldn't feel that way. Why do you feel that way? So Absolutely. I think that's awesome, Dr. Lewis, that you're doing this for women. I think that, again, women do need safe spaces because we go through so many, like you said, the wins, the loss, and then the hurts and pains mm-hmm. and dealing with family and mm-hmm. children and as mothers. Uh, you know, we wear so many hats, if Absolutely. I could say that. And I think we need a safe place, place as mm-hmm. well. So that's awesome that you're doing that. So how successful are you with changing the mindsets of women? Because I know you do this. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Well, you know, uh, first I try to remind them that everything begins in the head. We all know that that's, that's where everything is, right in your head, all your thoughts. That that's, that that's where you talk yourself out of stuff. That's where you talk yourself into stuff. And that you are what you believe yourself to be. If you feel that you're not good enough for a promotion or you're not good enough uh, to be given a career, then your own personal war of advancement is over. You're done and out of the game, period. In other words, you're finished before you even got started. So I make sure that they understand that having an open mind means that you're also open to the idea that um, you have value, you have worth, and that your contribution can and will mean something to a company or an industry that you serve. Mm-hmm. And that's what they uh, need to know and understand. And that's how that mindset begins to, to change. Because like I said, it all begins in the head. And you have to really, I have to get into their heads because some, they, you know, I have some that come to me with the, the low self-esteem and of course Mm -hmm. the the no confidence. So I have to get in their heads to make them know that, Hey, you are valuable. You are worth it. You are somebody. 
And don't ever let anybody tell you you're not or shatter your dreams or make you think that you're less than, you know, because nobody is better than you. I remember my mother told Mm -hmm. told, um, me that when I was growing up, she said, you know, everybody have idols. Everybody look up to someone. She said, but never, ever think that anybody else's light shines brighter than yours. I love it. And I love those, it. See, those are the things that I remember. And those are the things that I like to share with other women to to help them with that mindset and that thinking so that they know, hey, whenever I walk into the room, I need to command that room. I don't care right, if I'm so right. in there. But when I walk right. into that room, that's what's in me. I'm commanding this room. Right. And that's what I've always told my daughters, Mm -hmm. their Mm self-esteem. When you walk in, I say, I don't care if it's the president. I don't care if it's Mm -hmm. Janet Jackson. I don't Mm -hmm. care if it's uh, uh, whomever. You just be who you are. And that's it. Don't try to be anybody else. That's right. Be who you are. And that's all you have to do. That's good enough. Right. But I agree with you about the negative self-talk that Mm -hmm. we continue to uh, put the negative self-talk in our heads and our in our minds mm-hmm. to think we're not good enough. And I like the fact that you said that you open up their minds to know that they have value, that they have worth, because we have to realize that we do have value. We have mm-hmm. something to bring in every setting. In every it may, setting. In every setting, right? Mm-hmm. And if I don't know my worth, well, why am I even in the room? Yes. Absolutely. Why am I even in the room? If I and, and then I think the low self-esteem, mm-hmm. of course, derives from childhood. Everything mm-hmm. that we are today mm-hmm. with a product of our environment as children, as little girls. And so that's why, again, I, I'm going to piggyback on what I said earlier. It's, a, it's really great for parents to be able to teach their children self-esteem mm-hmm. and high self-esteem and confidence, which is kind of the same thing as well, mm-hmm. and to know their worth and who they are. So yes, absolutely, I agree with everything you're saying. It's so important that we make sure we discount those negative thoughts from the enemy. We have to really do that. Oh, yes. So why are you enthousi- enthusiastic about assisting women to achieve greatness? Because that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> well, uh, one reason is because I know that we as women and I mentioned to the, to you this to you earlier, that we are the greatest resource on this planet. And uh-huh. to me, there is just nothing more fulfilling than seeing another woman tap into her full potential. There's, there's nothing like seeing a woman who knows who she is and will not let anyone take away her value or cause her to doubt herself or her abilities. You know, there's nothing like being able to invoke change in another woman's life and see her move forward in her own confidence to succeed and gain the level of success that she always wanted. So that's what makes me so enthusiastic about assisting women, because when I see that, when I know that I've been a part of that, for me, that 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 could be my continuing legacy, just knowing right. that I've helped a woman to be able to move forward in her own confidence to succeed and gain this the level of success that she always wanted. Wow, I love that. I love that I can hear the passion in your your voice 
when you speak about it and enthousi- being enthousi- enthusiastic about it as well, mm-hmm. because this is truly your calling. And we're put here on earth to help someone else. Whether it's one woman, maybe it's you a thousand, mm-hmm. mine maybe 10 or 15, but we're all put here on this earth or planet, like you said, to mm-hmm. be able to be a blessing to another woman. And I don't mind helping anybody out. If someone needs coaching or someone mm-hmm. needs a mentor, if, if, if there's anything I can do to help you out, if any way in your platform or to help you rise, as you say, rise and shine, shine, I believe it says, but uh, not rise and shine, but show uh, up to rise up, just show up to rise up. My apologies. So we're here for to make sure others rise and we're not here to be selfish mm-hmm. and to make sure we get to the top and we don't grab anybody by the hand and bring them up with us at least. Absolutely. And so I think that's very key. So thank you for sharing that. So can you provide words of wisdom for women that struggle with being afraid to be visible in their professions? Yes. What I would say, I would say to them that we as women have talents and potential, but again, who will see them if we don't understand how to speak up and get noticed? That's important. Make sure to assert yourself and don't shrink back. Don't let yourself be interrupted or talked over in meetings or let other people take your ideas. Learn to speak up and never ever express yourself with uncertainty. Because when you express yourself with uncertainty, when you when you seem like you're not sure that what you said or or what you did is correct, mm-hmm. then you undermine right. your own credibility. And you never want to do that. You always know that you know that you know that you know when you're standing up in front of anybody and you're giving them information, you're giving them advice, that's because you know. So you always let it be known that you know what you know, that you know that you know. Wow. I love that. Don't shrink back. Uh, Don't let anyone take your ideas because that's happened to me a few times in my career. And Mm -hmm. I did speak up for myself. Mm -hmm. I just was like the word of God said you have to be bold as a lion. So Mm -hmm. I always take that scripture and say, I can be professional, Mm -hmm. but then get my point across, learn to get your point across the appropriate way without being angry or upset Mm -hmm. because approach is key, right? Reaction and approach is key in every every, uh, setting. And then you said to be assertive. Mm -hmm. So I want to end with your three talking points. Again, from your TED Talk, you Mm -hmm. said three steps. Right. Because I think it's so important. Build confidence, be Uh assertive, Mm -hmm. build a support network. Absolutely. So thank you, Dr. Lewis, for agreeing to be on the podcast today. Can you please share your platforms or or your platforms and your website if you have one as well? Absolutely. Um, They can reach out to me. My email is info at exwsi.com. My website is www.exwsi.com. WSI.com. I'm on all the social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on all of those. So if you uh, DM me or send me an email, I'll definitely respond back to you. Um, And also too, um, they can reach out to me uh, if they 
know want to be maybe a guest on my on my show, they can also okay. reach out to me for information on that. I'd be glad to anyone that can come on and share knowledge about how they help, can help women and encourage women and empower women. That is what the show is all about. So definitely uh, they can reach out to me through that channel also. Okay. Well, again, I'm speaking with Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis. So you'll have the name correct. And again, thank you so much, Dr. Lewis. So with that being said, thank you for listening to the She is Grace podcast. Please consider purchasing my book, A Few Steps Away from Victory, Choosing to Walk in Divine Purpose, which can be found on Amazon, Goodreads, Barnes and Noble, and many other online book websites as well. So uh, again, this is Deslin Hicks, and thank you for tuning in and always live your truth unapologetically. Peace and blessings.